The Steve Warren Project. Sports and whatever. Well, welcome again to our little slice of podcast heaven. It's heaven for us anyway. For you, the listener, it's quite possibly a soul-crushing aggravation in your life. But you know what? You can't quit us. You can't quit us. (laughs) The SWP schmoozing it up once again, reveling in a world of sports and whatever. Steve and Jimmy back again. James, how are things? You had me at a slice of heaven and a soul-crushing podcast, Stevie. Yes, it's got to be one of those two things. Yeah, right right there. I'm pissed. Somewhere in the middle. I'm pissed. I'm pissed, Why? Stevie. Why? Because, Why? Why? Uh, you know, I kind of made on a mission. You know, we're into the hockey season, of course, well into the hockey season. And uh, I said, yeah, you know, we, I got to watch some Sens games, right? Uh, I watch the Oilers, of course. I got the TV on all the time. I'm, I'm, not, a, I'm not a front-to-back uh, hockey game watcher, okay? I'm not. Like, I'll have it on. I'll check it out. I'll flip around a little bit. Fall asleep and I'll scratch my bag and go <laughs> do some, go eat <laughs> as you do, sure. <laughs> you know that sort of stuff. Sure, yeah, when yeah. You, when you live alone and uh, and <clears throat> but I'll often record. I'll, I'll make sure I hit record on mm-hmm. a game, uh, and and then so for when I'm wandering around at one in the morning, I'll go back and you know check watch a game a little bit. So, um, the two Canadian sports stations, Stevie, TSN and Sportsnet. Love them both. How can't mm-hmm. you? Right? They have four or five channels. Okay, let's say that again. Four or five channels. Uh, we got the all-Canadian division. Okay? Uh, so we got 10 channels, Stevie. That's with no CBC, no CTV, okay, as I know them, okay? Right. So I'm going to watch the Sens play. And uh, as I flip it on, which can happen, it's blacked out. Oh, okay? So the the Ottawa Montreal games blacked out. That, well, I've I've lived with that on my whole existence out here out west. Okay, but there's no there's, you know the, I guess Vancouver's playing tonight. Uh, there's no Oilers game. Mm-hmm. Okay, so blackout is fine, Steve. But but why is you giving me Philadelphia and freaking Jersey or whatever? Okay, black that game out and give me the Canadian games. Stevie, yeah, I don't know why. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. What, it must what, be something in the TV deal, the way it's written out. Yeah, it, it's not very fair. It's obviously your. It's, it's your. It's your division now. It's not like it's. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's just an Eastern game that has no bearing on. No, wait, we're in the same division. That's a meaningful game for me as an Edmonton Oilers fan. Yeah, I mean, I get. I, I you know, the, the the flip side of that is I I get West Coast games. You know, at a, at eight o'clock at night. Well, um, you know, it's, so it's good the Kings right. or whatever. Or, uh, but this thing, the, the game tonight on four different channels, Stevie, is Philly and Pittsburgh on, on my Canadian sports channels, Stevie. Yeah. And, okay, not only that, we got, what, what we got? Vancouver and Winnipeg. That, that's probably on there now. It's later, although that game's over. Right. Got the Ottawa and, and, and Montreal. So there's, there's two games. And, I'm, and we, you know, we, I want to watch that game. I live you know what you, you know what you know what you maybe need. And I was reading a magazine article about this. You got these little black boxes. Yep. And uh, they look just like Apple TV black boxes. If you've ever seen, you have one of those, right? I do. Yeah. I'm a. I'm yeah. a and and apparently that's archaic now. Having having yeah. any sort of device, you know, it's like no, no, Dad, stream here, hit this, load, go. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You've got all kinds of options. You've got. Uh, the ones that plug right in are nice. Like uh, I got a Fire Stick, 
I've got a Chromecast. I've got an Apple TV. And the Apple TV, yeah, by comparison, is kind of clunky. Anyway, um, and most of the TVs are now preloaded with all kinds of apps that you can actually load up. And so, anyway, yeah, the times there are changing. But anyway, the, these, these little black boxes that uh, you can get, and I guess they're black market, and people will pay like a set fee for the box one time, and then they'll pay like a really nominal fee on a monthly basis, usually in cash, and they right. take this black box away. They take this yeah. black box away, and they literally get everything. It's like every channel, you know, in every language. You want, you know, oh, do you need you need thirty eight adult film channels? Well, well, here you go. You need every sports game that's played in the not just every NHL game every night, but every soccer game, every rugby yeah. game. You know, they probably even have that crazy violent Italian game that we talked about in a previous right. episode. They, they, they've they got it all. So maybe that's what you need. Well, the reason I'm laughing is uh, I know about those things, okay? And, uh, you know, I know lots of people involved in sports, Steve, particularly mm-hmm. hockey. And a high-ranking friend of mine, Steve, uh, and you'll never guess who it is, and I'm not going to give his name, but um, mm-hmm. who was, in a, you know, a, a front office guy, okay, for an NHL team in the league. And uh, I'm, at his, he, I'm at his apartment. We're hanging around. Uh, this is a few years ago. And uh, we're, I don't know, we're cooking steaks or something. And a uh, great guy. And he's, he starts to brag about this whole thing this, that you just told me about. I, right. got this, I got this deal. I got my buddy here, uh, Gallardo. Okay. Uh, Louis, Louis Snakefingers <laughs> Gallardo. Okay. Set, <laughs> set me up with this deal. Uh, Jimmy, you got to get it. And, uh, and he goes on to say, Hey, you get all the channels, man. You know, all the games, everything. And uh, I'm going, I understand that, you know, but I don't need that. Okay. I'm not a general manager. He goes, dude, come here. Look it. I'm going to show you everything that's on here. I'm going, okay, this guy's going to rip through 500 hockey games or something. And well, he goes, he's snake fingers after all. Yeah, he's snake. Don't, don't forget, he's snake. Well, he, he knows snake fingers. That's how he got it. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Gallardo snake finger is the guy who's doing the deal. Okay. He's doing, he's doing all the, all the, all the TV deals, okay? Gotcha. And uh, he goes, look at this, you know? Boom, okay? And it's a, it's a porno, right? I'm going, oh, wow, <laughs> okay, okay. He goes, yeah, 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 but watch this. Boom, another porno. Boom, boom, look at this one, Jimmy. Porno, 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 porno. He just keeps going down the list. <laughs> I'm waiting, I'm waiting for a, and by the way, we can, you can drop in on a, on a, you know, the draft, Okay, the uh, the college draft or a ju- something, Stevie. I I can pick up the East Coast League, a couple of games. You know, I, I nice. I'm waiting for some of it. This guy's full time gig, okay, is in management with an NHL team, and he's just <laughs> never got to any sports, Stevie. Never was he. Uh, never did he ever go. Oh yeah, wait, wait, wait. Sorry about that. The reason I'm showing is you can, I can get all fifty two thousand games an hour from Gallardo. I was, I was got a comfortable Stevie. You yeah, know, it sounds like he's maybe busting a move on you here to try and get you in the move. I'm backing up, you know. I'm slowly backing up. And I'm going, yeah, okay, I get it. I get it, but I, you know, forgive me for thinking that you would, you know, you would have you might have thrown up the Chicago game that's that's on right now. No yeah. interest in that. So you gotta get this box, Jimmy. It's the best. I, okay. Yeah. You yeah. guys probably roll in at all the categories. Categorized. Ah by um you name it preference categorized by maybe fetishes yeah Yeah. it gets crazy for sure 
totally crazy. Stevie, uh, you've, but, uh, I got to tell you a joke then. Quickly. Okay, sure. So uh, this husband says, asks his wife, uh, he said, honey, tell me something sad and happy in the same sentence. Okay. okay. And she goes, what? He says, tell me something that would make me sad, but it would make me happy in the, in the same sentence. Okay. And she pauses and goes, your penis is way bigger than your friends. <laughs> See the segue there, Stevie? I the do. That's, yes. <laughs> hockey, uh, hockey porn. Solid. Yeah. Absolutely. Solid. Uh, yeah, good. Okay. Anyway, uh, maybe you should get yourself uh, one of those little black boxes so you can start watching some Sens games because we had a good game tonight. Not really a good outcome if you're a Sens fan. Sens fall 3-1 in Montreal tonight. And uh, we saw one of the rare starts for young Joey Decord. Very nice performance by him in his second NHL start. I think he's had like two years between starts. And uh, you know what? I'd, I'd happily put him in another game. No hesitations. He was awesome in the first period. And overall, I think the Sens looked a little flat. It's the old ambush game where you got the Sens knocking Calgary around last night. And the Habs are back home with their feet up, lying in wait, watching the game. And so they were definitely the fresher team. Mm-hmm. And uh, there were three coaching decisions that I wanted to touch on by DJ Smith. I'll get you to chime in on, uh, well, any or all. But mm-hmm. uh, DJ so. Well, one is, why isn't Artem Zub playing more minutes? He only got the one goal in the game, but he's, you know, he's uh, not, he only got, he got the only goal and he's been playing very, very well, but he doesn't seem to get much playing time compared to other guys. Michael Haley is another guy that I would question his playing time as well. You're just in a situation where you're playing two games in two nights and you dress Haley here, who you know is only going to play anywhere from three to six minutes. So you're effectively down a guy up front. So your guys are already probably a little tired by the third period, and now you're playing shorthanded. But the mm-hmm. weirdest thing, and the biggest second guessing I would do, would be in a play that happened in the second period. Game's going along fine. It's 0-0. You know, the Sens are probably being outplayed a little, but not by much. They're right in the game. It's 0-0. Right. And it's about seven minutes into the second period, and Eric Branson's been out there for a while. Big, lumbering defenseman for the Sens. And he wanted to dump it in and change in the worst way. And unfortunately, he doesn't take that extra stride to get over the red line. And he could have. There was room to do it. But he flicked it down the ice so it's icing. And he has to stay on. The whole line has to stay on. That's the rules. But the whole line is gassed. And so Ottawa takes a penalty a moment later because they're gassed. But for some reason at that moment... The good news is, you know, even though you have to kill a penalty, now you can get a fresh lineup out there. But for some reason, DJ Smith leaves Good Branson out there to kill the ensuing penalty. So Good Branson is done. Out on his feet almost. Sure. And he has has one of the worst shifts I've seen all season because he's gassed. He not only loses track of his guy and they score, he flubs it on one trying to get it out of the zone. The Habs score a short time later. And as uh, Brendan Gallagher is scoring good Branson high sticks Gallagher in the face <laughs> to the point where you can actually see the black tape from good Branson's stick blade on the front two teeth of Gallagher. So it's a four minuter and then the Habs score again. So it's one of the worst shifts I've ever seen. And I can't even begin to imagine why DJ Smith would leave him out there. Is it possible 
that because this guy didn't ice the puck properly, or at least get over the red line to dump it in and change, mm-hmm. that he that he basically said, you know what? Stay out there. Get back out there. I know you're I know you're gassed. I don't care. Get out there. You're a hero. You want to just try. it almost seemed like that that had to be the mindset because I can't think of any other reason. Now, maybe he thinks he's Superman or something, but everybody could see the guy was clearly bagged and he still threw him out there to try and kill a penalty. And it was miserable, just a miserable shift as a result. Well, you're a great raconteur, Stevie. Uh, how's that for a word? Storytelling? Not bad. So I, you set that up perfectly. You set that up. You, I, I felt like I was right there watching the game. Nice. Uh, and, and I was immediately after going, okay, yeah, this is interesting. Why? And then I immediately went, he, he's pulling a John Tortorella here, you know? You know how weird Torts is and how obnoxious he is and, and overbearing sometimes. You just want to tell him, would you shut up, man? You know, this, the way he handles himself in press, the bad side of Tortorella, okay? The way he handles himself in press conferences with, with the one-word answers and all that stuff. And I'll tell you how I, you know, you, you don't need to know anything from me. I get to do what I want with my players. You know, he's, he's said that before, right? You don't, you don't get an answer there, stuff like that. Um, and then he would often do this, right? I, I, it was only a week ago or something. He was on for something. I said, why, why did you do that with this guy? I think, the, I think it was the big trade, Stevie. Mm-hmm. And he sat line A, right? When he, yep. got, when he moved over, he sat him like for a whole period or something. And they asked him about it. He said, it's not, none of your business. You know? It's not what you think it is and all this stuff, right? So he's a bit, he's a bit of a dink, right? Tortorella. Can uh, be. Yeah. So DJ Smith, not, not so much, right? But the only, anyway, when you were telling me that, I said, I know he's doing that because he's pissed at the guy. He's pissed at the guy. Here's the problem with that, okay? Here's, here's the problem with that. It's not, this isn't recess, you know, where, the, where a teacher comes out because you've misbehaved and says, okay, now you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you know, shovel the sidewalk, you know, because you were an idiot. Okay, you gotta stay out there. You have to stay out and shovel the <laughs> Yeah, or the it's rationale like, when, uh, when, when some guy catches his son you know, experimenting, having a cigarette for the first time. It's right. like, oh, you want to you smoke, huh? Ah, we're going to smoke this whole pack, you know? Right. We're going to sit down right. and smoke it all right now. It's like this tough love thing. It's It just seemed like an emotional reaction. But but this is a team game. And uh, yeah, you, know, you want to do something like Tortorella does and, and sit a guy controversially, that's fine. Uh, yeah. But to, you, basically, you basically gave Montreal a five-on-three by putting a, a gassed guy out there to kill a five-on-four. Yeah, and if I'm, you know, if I'm looking at that, you know, I'm calling DJ Smith in, right? Even if I'm the assistant going, dude, dude this, you know what? That's why we have practices. That's why we bag skate guys, okay? That's mm-hmm. why we have a curfew, okay? Right. That's, why we, uh, that's why that guy has to, you know, get embarrassed in the locker room or something, okay? You don't do it in a fucking game, you know? Yeah. Excuse my language, I said game. You know, you don't, <laughs> you don't right? You, you, sorry about that, Steve. Um, that's all right. Yeah, you, you just don't, that's, that is like, I don't know, childish. <laughs> you know? Plus, you're harming the team, dude. Yeah, it will be interesting to see what the reaction among players is. And you could almost talk me into it if you're in a scenario where it's a young player, a young core player, and you're really upset with them that you say, okay, this is a long-term project we got going here, and I got to get this kid on the straight and narrow, and this is how I feel like I should deal with it. It's not, it's not even that at play here because Erica Branson's on an expiring contract. He's a veteran. Most mm-hmm. people believe he'll be sh- shipped out at the deadline. So th- this, is not, this is not anything like that. So right. it, 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 although we saw it in um, the movie Hoosiers. Gene Hackman, mm-hmm. as the coach, 
It's basically he's got uh, a short bench, and one of his stars is uh, not flying right. He's playing individual ball, and he benches him. But then he runs out of players at the end. He's only got four guys on the floor, and he's got no one else to use but the guy he's just benched. Mm-hmm. And he says to the referee, my, t- my, my team's on the court right now. And, uh, and he was trying to, to his core guys, he was trying to um, set, a, set, a, set an example and, uh, and and I could almost get my head around that. That's fictional, of course, in a movie, but I could mm-hmm. see a coach doing it in those circumstances. But with a veteran who's not part of the long-term future of this team, it made mm-hmm. no sense. All you're doing is is weakening your team for these this upcoming penalty kill. And uh, yeah, it, it was. And I don't think he came in a, from a perspective of screw the team. I just think it was an emotional moment, and I think it was a mistake. Well, I guess maybe he gets a pass, right? Maybe these guys aren't bulletproof, right? Coaches. No, God, so, no. You know, and, and, and players, you know, you, you see it all the time, right? They make mistakes, right? They make, this, make mistakes. They, you know, puck gets intercepted. They didn't dump it out when they could have. They tried to make a move. It blah, blah, blah. results in a goal and all that shit. And uh, you, don't, you don't need to sort of point out to everyone what happened there, right? Bonehead move by the defenseman, right? right? Or, or, or bad back check or lazy, you know, or something. Uh, so it happens, you know, it happens. So maybe the coach gets a pass, you know, maybe he just snapped and said, you know, F you, good Branson, you want to do that? Okay, I'll show you. But yeah, it's like Binging, uh, what's his name? Uh, the goalie the other night for St. Louis, B- uh, Bingington? B- Jordan Binnington. 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 Yeah. And usually that guy's hands and feet, Steve, above the, all the other players. You know? That's getting good reviews because every yeah, time you say it, People are hearing it for the first time, and they keep sending me notes like, ah, oh, you're what Jimmy said today. He screwed up that metaphor. Yeah, it's kind of a thing now. It's kind of an ongoing gag. Yeah. Well, it's like this, Steve. You were supposed to say heads and shoulders, <laughs> but you didn't do that, did you? <laughs> you went hands and feet, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, anyway, he's hands and feet above all, you know, everybody else. He's the guy in the team. You know, he's the guy who got them into the freaking Stanley Cup, right? Right. That right. was him. Anyway, this guy goes bananas. Okay, he goes bananas, and and sure enough, the coach is going to pull him aside and go, "That's all fine there. Your little personal agenda, dude. Okay, yeah. it's not personal anymore. Okay, now 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 you're going to get freaking run every game. I'm, you know, we talked about it at length the other day. You're going to get run. You're going to get speared. You're going to get crashed into the net and all that shit. So you're you're harming us. You know. So anyway, you can't have coaches doing that shit. You know. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I think I don't I don't accuse the guy at all of intentionally. Uh, because I, I think he is a team guy. I think he's a raw, raw right. team guy. I just think it was a moment where, and we all make those uh, emotional mistakes, and you go, oh, I'd like to do that one again. That probably wasn't my finest hour. But uh, anyway, we'll take a time out of the program. You mentioned John Tortorella. He's in the news. Uh, Matt Murray with uh, something that made me chuckle. Johnny Manziel is going to pursue a golf career in <laughs> pro <saw> golf. <laughs> we'll get to those stories and much more. Coming up, James, after... These words, Jim K. Ford, ladies and gentlemen, they're a full service commercial and fleet dealership. They supply companies in the Ottawa area with work trucks of all shapes, sizes and functionalities from small delivery vans right up to the big F-750s. Whether you're in towing, landscaping or deliveries, Jim K. Ford will help you with the right truck and body for your needs. JimKFord.com, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. How would you like to win your own home gym? Right now, Popeye Supplements, along with Fitness Depot in Ottawa and Beyond Yourself, are teaming up to give away a custom home gym valued at $5,000. 
Now until April 4th, you can fill out a free ballot online. And for every Beyond Yourself product you buy at Popeye's, you not only get 20% off, you get another ballot for the draw. It's the $5,000 Dream Home Gym Giveaway at PopeyesOnlineOrders.com. Trucks and minivans cost less to insure than small cars. You get a better deal on home insurance if you have good credit. The biggest insurance brokers are owned by insurance companies. I'm Josh. Make sure you choose a broker who has your best interest in mind. All Insurance Ontario is independent, family-owned, and has your back. Text me at 613-860-6008 to get on our team. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. The Steve Warren Project. Sports and whatever. Oh so yeah, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, I was just confessing to Jimmy that Chico and the Man, the TV theme shot, song from that old TV show, is stuck in my head. So here we go. The man he ain't so hard to understand. Oh yeah, hurt me, Jose. If you try now. Remember how popular that the star of that show was, Freddie Prinz? And then I think he committed suicide, if I'm not mistaken, back in the 1970s. But he was as, as big as it got on TV back then. Yeah, it'll it'll actually shock you, right? I, I just thought, God, I know that guy died early. He must, you know, maybe he was into only into his 40s or something, right? Oh, like, no, he's not, not 26, man, or something? 25, yeah, 26, real, maybe real young. young. Yeah, yeah, it's terrible. Totally. Uh, my favorite theme song, though. Is it? Absolutely, man. Yeah, wow. I was just playing it the other day. That's so, so cool. weird. Why would that be Don't in my be head then? Should be in your head. Take it away. Yeah. Get rid of it. Oh, yeah. um, the funny moment. So <laughs> one last thought on the Sens. In the, it was kind of a funny thing. It, it made me smirk a bit in that uh, Matt Murray, who had a very good game in the last game against Calgary, talking about his new teammate, Drake Batherson, who's on this amazing role. His six-game goal-scoring streak finally came to a close tonight. He did not score. He hit the post, though. Anyway, right. Matt Murray says of Drake Batherson, well, it's evident how talented he is. Great shooter, smart player, in the right spot a lot. And the puck just comes to him and he buries his chances. It's been awesome. He's a great kid, too. Just a salt-of-the-earth type of kid. I can't say anything bad about the kid. He's awesome. I love him. He's been great for us. Awesome to see him perform well. Like, how many times are you going to refer to a, a guy who's, th- like, three or four years younger than you as a kid? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, right. guys guys our age, right? You think about so Matt Murray's 26, Drake Batherson is 22. And they're both kids at the right. end of the day. But right. I don't know why Matt Murray's going around talking like Grandpa Murray here. I, it's, it's funny you say that. I, I, you know, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan. I, when I search YouTube of, of the talent shows, okay? Britain's Got Talent, America's Got Talent. And uh, I will tell you this. There, there's a girl who won it. It's probably two or three years ago now. Um, from Norway. I forget her name. But she's absolutely amazing steve okay amazing she she won norway's got talent steve when she was seven wow okay you know those shows i mean it's 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 up for grabs anyone okay and so she won that thing and then she was on a a britain's got talent or something when you talk about uh what's his face referring to the other guy as a kid 
and they're and you know they're weeks apart only, right? And he kept calling him a kid, like you say, like he's his grandpa. This girl gets on there, Steve. So she's thirteen, okay? When when she gets on Brit- Britain's Got Talent, and and they figure out that she she won this thing. They do the quick math, and she's going like, "You were seven, man, when you won that thing." And she goes, "Yes." And and what brings you here? And she'll she said, "I've been waiting my entire life to meet Simon, to show him what I can do, my whole life." Yeah, she's twelve and a half, Steve. Okay. Wow. <laughs> You know what I mean, though. You're talking about kids, right? It's like, okay, your whole life? Okay, you're, you're 12. Do you remember your last words, Steve, before the show started? Going, Jimmy, we're recording very late. Can we just plow through this with yeah. no edits? And then Michael's here now. What are you, I need to search for a second. What are you searching? What are you doing? Uh, I just, no, you hey, can't, Michael. You can't. Not a boy. We're doing a show here. What are you doing? Don't touch this. Now, what do you, what do you want? I need to search for a second. What do you want to search? I'll search for Okay, first. just do it in a new, don't do it on our studio thing here. What do you fan made? What do you FN? What is that? What do you T? Hey, T. Michael. You say hi hey. to say hi to Jim. Hi. Hi. Hi, Michael. How are you? Can't really hear you. Hi I got there. The hi there, buddy. All right. You done? Hi there. He's actually searching the words "hi there." He's not saying hi to you. Hi. I don't know what's going on. Don't touch that. That's what I heard. <laughs> Don't touch this it. show is off the rails is what it is. <laughs> what are you doing? Nothing. Okay. Michael's touching things. Uh, good listener right now. Okay. He's all over Steve's computer. <laughs> Michael. Okay. We're in the middle of a show here, bud. You got to go. Key. 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 Yeah. Yeah, I'm taking. Hi, Dare. Yeah, I, you've already you've already searched for hi. There. Hi, Michael. Hi, Michael. Dare. Hi, there. He's not, he's literally he's not saying hi to you. He's saying he's searching for hi there in Google. Oh, which is uh, anyway. The all done. Tell him I own Google. Jim owns Google, and he says you can't use Google anymore. All right. Okay. Bye. Take an hour. All right. Bye, Michael. All right. See well, how quick I pulled up Can't Touch This, Steve? You did. You saved the show with that. Midnight? Yeah, I'll be done around midnight. Okay, can we have the can we have the room back? Okay. Okay, bye-bye. All right, back to it here. And thank you to Michael for that wee intermission. As nice a little co- commercial break. Yeah, well, yeah, that. commercial break after the commercial break brought to you by Michael Warren. And uh, as the Columbus Blue Jackets, James, spiral down the standings, the GM of the club, Yarmo Kekalainen, former Ottawa senator, Gave Coach mm-hmm. John Tortorella the dreaded vote of confidence. Usually that is a harbinger of bad things for coaches. Right. Um, Kekalainen said the coaching staff's gotten us out of slumps before. They've done a great job. And they're the ones that are going to get us out of this jam as well with the team we have. And then when told of the vote of confidence, most coaches don't like to hear that because that's just usually the sign that the media <laughs> is in the <Today>. process of... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So Tortorella says he's not concerned about his job security. He said, we're all big boys here. When you're losing games and you're playing as poorly as we are, those questions should be asked. I'm not going to coach a team to keep my job. I'm going to coach the team to do the best I can for the team. That will never change. And, uh, well, the reality is most of the things, um, <laughs> most things you do in terms of trying to win hockey games, well, that by osmosis helps you keep your job. So I think every coach is coaching in a way to keep their job. And mm-hmm. uh, anyway, it's uh, 
it's weird that uh, Tortorella, who uh, who's had obviously some great success in recent seasons, a Jack Adams Trophy not that far in his rearview mirror, has mm-hmm. to be given the dreaded co- uh, vote of confidence. Right. Yeah, it all ends for them at some point, right? I mean that 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 guy. Um, you know, we were talking about him earlier, right? And and when you hear the way he carries on, particularly in the media, you know, uh, I, I always thought he was great on the desk. There was a little pause there between gigs, right? He he worked at either at TSN or Sportsnet or something. Got TSN. Right? Remember? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he, he was great, right? It's like, I, okay, I'm going to tune into this, you know? Uh, it's, like I've, it's like I watch uh, golf and I love when Johnny Miller was there because he tears guys limb from limb, right? And, and, and Tortorella's like that. Um, Brian Burke, right, to a certain extent. Anyway. Uh, this guy survives, you know, he, he's a coach survivor, man. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, with the shit he gets away with and, but you know, but he, I mean, he won, right. He started, we won in 04 there with Tampa. I was looking at his stuff, but it's, it's hard to believe this guy can, can survive, you know, like, like that, uh, where he didn't take any shit from anyone about anything, including the media and everyone else. And, and, you know, Babcock who has more success than Tortorella doesn't get a gig you know uh randy carlisle man was a great coach i don't know where he is now there's a bunch of other names of guys out there that uh when you bring up the vote of confidence thing that that maybe some of these guys are going to come back into the fold tortorella is when the team is going well and they're winning he's labeled as colorful and when they're going badly as they are right now it's oh god they you know they've tuned him out he's lost the room and They've said that in every market John Tortorella's ever been, and then right. he resurfaces, and he's regarded as excellent and wins Jack Adams awards. So I hope, I honestly do, I hope that Yarmo Kekalainen is true to his word and that this is truly a real vote of confidence and not just something to you know throw the media dogs off the scent. Right, right. Um, although you gotta, you got to admire the guy, right? It's like, you know, most, most coaches would have said, God, does that ever feel good? I'm, I'm really, it gives me some relief. It's nice. That's why I love our owner. And he goes, yeah, it's too, you know, it's too bad. You, have to, you should shut his mouth. He doesn't need he to. He didn't say me. that. <laughs> I know he didn't say shut his mouth, but his reaction's odd, Steve. You know, he's an odd guy. Yeah. But anyway. So uh, let's uh, close it out here um, in this segment. The, uh, the great story of Johnny Manziel. What could have been... <laughs> I mean, the guy was a Heisman winner. It looked like he was going to be a very good quarterback, a first-round draft pick, and uh, did not last long with the Cleveland Browns, did not last long with the Canadian Football League, with either the Alouettes or the Ticats, did not last long in the, um, what were they calling it? I forget now, the uh, Alliance of American Football, something like that. And, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so now he's looking at becoming a pro golfer. So Johnny Football, Johnny Golfer. 28-year-old former Heisman Trophy says he's devoting the next 12 years of his life to golf one way or the other. He's going to try and make the PGA Tour. I'm going to grind this out and see how good I can get and see if I can't enter in some tournaments and see if I can't try and go play professional golf eventually. He said that on a uh, Chris Long's Greenlight podcast. He says, it's an uphill battle. I have 12 years to try and make a PGA Tour event. I'll say this. Why 12 years? What, what? Sorry, yeah. interrupt. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he thinks the Champions Tour starts at 40. I don't know. He's only 28, that guy? Yes. Wow. Wow. He's really not uh, accomplished a lot in a short time. Yeah. Um, boy, what a dummy. 
Okay, yeah. Uh, although I guess you got you got to admire someone, right? It, you know, you're a parent. I'm a parent, right? You would never somehow, you know, the the toughest part about parenting is is maybe realizing that your kid won't be able to do that, but he has a he has a dream to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, that's what I find the toughest part about it, right? Is is it doesn't happen all the time, right? But that, I find that really hard, right? To say, okay, maybe that's not your bag. How can we do this? You know, how can we gingerly step around this? And, you know, with all the love and support. So you look at this guy and you're going, that ain't going to happen, Johnny. Okay? That, that is not going to happen. Uh, and he'll say, well, why not? And the answer is going to be, because it's never happened before. Okay? In modern times here. Okay? I'm sure, I'm sure there was some player 300 years ago steve who played golf and and cricket and darts you know uh at a world level maybe back back then but yeah uh it ain't gonna happen johnny right and so you that's 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 the you know the that's the really good wager there stevie okay about a 99 percent chance here 0.9 that he's not going to be able to do that well we saw tony Um, romo right he he went and played i think in a web.com or what's now the corn ferry tour and i think he was well, it brought him to his knees, and he was like, "This is a scratch golfer." And so, yeah, the odds of, and, and and you know, anybody who's a scratch golfer, you know, they're calling themselves that while having beers with the boys. They're not out there yeah. in front of thousands of people in galleries right. and TV cameras on them. That changes everything. And and he's really good. Tony Romo's really good, and and he's a humble guy, right? So that's why when he did that. Um, you know, it, it's, it was a little different than, um, was, it, was it Tim Tebow who said he's going to go play baseball? Yep. Uh, you know, and he had, a, you know, he had an unbelievable, sh- wicked career, right, in the NFL at a very short time, right? Remember, he was like the next coming, right? Well, uh, he won a playoff game, but he just didn't have the arm strength to, he just, just couldn't throw the ball well enough at the NFL why, why was he in the forefront, though? Why was Tim Tebow in the... Well, I'm asking. Well, part of it was, um, you know, he was always taking the knee and things like that in a very different way, by the way, than Colin Kaepernick did. But, uh, yeah, that was always the thing that kind of, because he was a devout Christian, taking Big the spiritual knee. spiritual guy. Yeah, yeah, very spiritual. And uh, But he was extremely popular in college ball, but never really panned out. He won a playoff game with the Denver Broncos, but never caught on really in the NFL and decided after a while, you know what, I'm going to give baseball a try. And I think he's still in the Mets organization somewhere, still plugging away, but uh, that's, uh, that's the last I heard of him. Yeah. Uh, a- anyway, it just doesn't happen. You know, baseball, football, you know, not uncommon, right, Stevie? Uh, in our time, that, that, you know, right back to the Bo Jackson day and Deion Saunders and, and some other guys, right, who've, uh, uh, you know, ha- have a shot at playing both, both sports, football or baseball. Got to go with Deion Sanders, not Saunders. Oh, Sanders. Okay, sorry. Saunders was the running back for Detroit? Um, Barry? Saunders. No, that's another Sanders. Barry Sanders. He's another so, Sanders. Yeah. Okay. It's just, like, it just, it just sounded Is it too- Bernie Saunders? The guy with the mitts? And the-, <laughs> the guy with the mitts. You know mitts. what it is, Stevie? <laughs> Colonel Saunders. Right. I got confused. Uh, anyway, this thing, <laughs> what these guys forget, Stevie, okay, I admire, okay, let's, you know, if I got to practice what I preach here about... You don't want to kill the dream in your kid, but you got to be realistic. So, okay, Johnny, go ahead. Here's what they forget, Steve. When, when you hear this from, uh, t- from time to time, okay, infrequently, but you'll, you'll hear about it where a guy says, I am going to, so it's post-career of whatever he's doing, and I want to go after this now. Right. Okay? I want to be a baseball player. So let's look at the math here. Okay, uh, Johnny? Johnny Menzel, let's look at the math. So, uh, okay. You're not, you're not saying, okay, by March, 
Okay, I'm going to be on the PGA Tour. I got 12 years. Okay, I want to, I want to talk about that. First of all, if it's going to take you 12, you got no shot. Okay. <laughs> 12 years, Steve. If you devoted, to, you know, five years of your life to trying to play golf, you know, you, you should be able to do it if you're a zero now. Here's the thing they forget, Stevie. Let's look at when, when you think you're going to be on the PGA Tour, Johnny, and you're going to be 40 years old. Let's look at all the guys who are your age now at 28. Okay, your age who are on the PGA Tour right now. Right. Okay. So that's who's going to meet you in 12 years from now. Okay. <laughs> All right. That, that, that's, that's who you're coming up against. Okay. It's like guys saying, you know, you know I want to make the senior tour. All right. I'm, 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 you know, I'm 35 years old. I'm 40 years old. I'm, you know, I never played, you know, at, at, a, at a pro, but I'm really good. I won my club championship 50 times. My low round is 66, all that stuff. So I'm going to try the senior tour. They go, no problem. That's good. Uh, you're, you're, gonna, you're teeing off with Mike Weir. Okay. That's going to be your first. Uh, good luck with that. Yeah. Good luck with that. You know, so it's, it, it's kind of stupid. It's kind of unrealistic, but maybe not. I don't know. What do you think? Well, what I look think? at his swing and it's a hell of a swing uh, on TMZ Sports where I found the story. Uh, there's a shot of him, standard slow motion swing, and that's a pretty good looking swing. Extremely athletic. But you know what? I can go on any high end course in the city of Ottawa, which is one of oh, thousands of cities across the land. That right. uh, and I can find you guys with equally good swings who never got a sniff of uh, of any kind of pro golf whatsoever. Right. So it's uh, he claims to be a zero handicap, but you know, like I say, lots of guys yeah. have handicaps like that. Let's see what your handicap looks like when you start playing for real in front of eyeballs and TV cameras. Yeah, you know, so it's. You know, like I say, you don't want to take the wind out of their sails a bit. You know, this guy's taking on the chin with how goofy he is, and, and he's had some trouble and some personal problems and all that stuff. Uh, and he gave it his all, Steve. You got to admit, uh, where I, I, his last gig was with some—I don't know—the the, the football fanatic Blazers or something. I don't even know what league it was in. Uh, he, um, you know, so he gave it a shot. Came to the CFL, a couple of teams. Right? I think it was Hamilton. Uh, Toronto was he Ottawa did he come to Ottawa for a bit he was, was in Hamilton and Montreal and uh, he came to Ottawa I think he actually he got concussed here trying to extend a play uh into the end zone diving toward the end zone which he did very frequently in NCAA ranks and uh well he tried to do it in the CFL and uh he got absolutely clobbered and got a concussion and right, uh, didn't but, play much but he gave it a shot yeah you know, he gave it a shot so what, what the, the tendency I think for these guys Steve is like I'm 28 years old okay I'm a zero handicap Okay, and I can beat any other 28-year-old right now. We'll go, no doubt, no doubt. Any, I, you know, any other 28-year-old yeah, that maybe you can do it. Maybe, go, play, go try the U.S. Amateur. Go see how you do there, okay? And, and if you beat all those guys, that's great. But you're not, you're, you're, they're not PGA players, pal, okay? Like, the, the, it's, just, it's just ridiculous. It's an insult, really, Steve. It's an insult. All right, we need to take a time out of the program. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about Sidney Crosby, and uh, he's in the COVID thing, and we'll get to uh, final thoughts as well. That's coming up after these words. Pico is Ottawa's home for authentic, old-school, custom-crafted Neapolitan-style pizza without all the fuss and expi- expense. Expense. Without all the fuss and expense of fine dining. Pico is quick and easy, fresh and healthy, and oh, so delicious, made with the highest quality ingredients. Craft your own thin crust pizza masterpiece with unlimited toppings, ready in just 90 seconds, and yours for just $15. 
PICO. Use the PICO app and save on third-party app fees, 236 Richmond Road, 170 Metcalf Street, and the new location at 305 Rideau. Reignite your love for driving with a new Ford from Jim K. Ford. Get behind the wheel and hit hit the road in a new 2021 model with great features like available Ford Copilot 360 driving technologies. You'll find all of the latest innovations that are made available for new Ford vehicles. Visit Jim K. Ford and ask about their great offers on models like the Escape, the Edge, Explorer, Ranger, and F-150 only at Jim K. Ford in Orleans or JimKFord.com. And if you're thinking of buying or selling a home in the Ottawa area, we recommend, of course, the Glenn Walton Real Estate Team. Glenn helped me sell our home back in the fall, and he set aside a budget to help us out with painting, cleaning, home staging, and even updating our ceiling lights for us. We got multiple offers, and the home sold for well over asking price. You should call the Glenn Walton Real Estate Team today. Check out glenwalton.com. A lot of people I talk to end up asking me about what coverages should they have for their house. How much do I need? Why would I want that? Hi, I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario. Call or text me at 801-2659. Give me a call, let's have that talk, and we'll make sure that you have the coverages that you want and that you need. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. All right, James. As we wrap things up today, that sucks about Sidney Crosby going into the COVID-19 protocol. That's not to say he has COVID, but uh, I guess uh, the situation is such that he's got a quarantine for at least one game. And uh, the head coach of the team, Mike Sullivan, said uh, he wasn't going to play tonight. Added the Penguins canceled their morning skate due to protocol. And uh, again, being placed on the list does not necessarily mean a player has tested positive i got to say the NHL overall, they've had little outbreaks here and there. I honestly thought it would be worse than what it is. Uh, The list today featured Crosby, Ryan Johansson of the Nashville Predators, and Thomas Hurdle of the San Jose Sharks. And uh, the league updates things every every day at 5 o'clock. But uh, I thought it, without the bubble situation, I thought it would be worse than what it is. But certainly that gets everybody's attention when... Uh, one of the game's greatest players uh, is taken out of the roster. Yeah, I got to admit, right? We haven't, uh, you know, we over the several months, over the last year now, right? When it, when it, you know, the the kickoff of the pandemic was that uh, piercing shot of uh, Ruben, what's his face, the owner of Dallas, looking at his phone. Do you remember that? The night they said, okay, the NBA's canceled. That was the first. That was the first league to shut things down. You're talking about Mark Cuban. Cuban, <laughs> Ruben. <laughs> I could go for a Cuban sandwich right now. I was thinking of a good sandwich. <laughs> Give me the hot mustard, would you, on the Mark Ruben? Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, and of course, then it's been just a, a shit show, right? This whole thing. But, Steve, this is kind of, it's been four or five days since I heard of a COVID thing in hockey, uh, So, was, which is a great sign. And and he isn't necessarily positive, right? Um, yeah. I got a text today from my buddy, uh, Bill Comrie. His son, Eric, uh, is a goaltender. Uh, been, been beating it out there in the minors and stuff. And uh, he got moved to Jersey uh, from Winnipeg. And he, he, he played a game with New Jersey a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and he won. Anyway, he's back in Winnipeg now. Um, and, and Billy was saying it's a, you know, it, it's a crazy time for, for you know, 
goalies, right? To second, third string goalies, uh, you know, or, or backup goalies because they move from one city to the next often, right? Or get called up or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then they got to go quarantine for freaking two and a half weeks, you know, uh, every time they move around. Yeah. Or that, that's been the case with his son. So uh, it's been pretty good, Steve. You know, um, I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of getting a little more hope again that this thing's maybe getting in control. Uh, I talked to someone today who got their got their vaccine. Uh, I know, oh, know cool. people are, they're starting to ro- roll them out and. Uh, um, so, so that's good. One of the things yeah, I'm interested good. to see is what the trade deadline looks like this year. Is it going to be busy? You know, we always see the TSN trade deadline day is, you know, it's always really exciting. Is there going to be a bunch of big trades, big blockbusters? Well, in most cases, uh, in a lot of cases anyway, you're going to be hesitant because uh, particularly the Canadian teams, anybody who rolls in is going to have to go into a 14-day quarantine. Right. And at that stage, right. you're bringing these guys in because you want them to help you you know, in the playoff drive and everything. And for the teams that are just trying to make the playoffs, it's, you know, between deadline day and the end of the regular season, that's everything to those types of teams. Are they going to make deals a month away from the end of the season if the guy's going to be unavailable to them for two weeks? So that might have... What do you do then, Steve? Do you not, do you say, okay, there's no, no, you can't, you can't trade? Yeah, well, you... Starting now? You certainly can. can. I just think that the teams that are... Uh, fighting for their playoff lives. I think there's going to be fewer of those engaging in these trades. The teams that know they're going to the playoffs and they're going for it all and they want to win the Stanley Cup, they'll still go ahead and say, well, we're in the playoffs. We know we're comfortably inside the playoffs right now. Right. So we'll go ahead and make this deal and we'll get him for the last couple of weeks of the regular season, but we really brought him in for the playoffs. It's more of those teams that are on the bubble that uh, that might not make the deal uh, because you have to give up quite a lot and you're, you're not going to have the guy for two weeks. He's going to get rusty on you. You only have two weeks left after that in the regular season. Could affect things at the end of the day. Yeah. I mean, well, the next two, three weeks will be uh, really telling, right, about COVID because baseball's underway now, right, for the sports world, mm-hmm. right? And, and they're, you know, this is close quarters. There's a lot going on. Uh, curling pulled it off, Stevie. They, you know, they, the Scotties, right? The, uh, the, the, uh, Kerry uh, Anderson won it. Uh, how they pulled that off, I, I just thought there's no way. People, you know, breathing on each other, Steve, sweeping rocks, mm-hmm. you know, uh, running all, you know, with, with four games going on side by side and all that stuff. And uh, they, they did it. Uh, we'll see what happens with baseball. Hockey, hockey is doing it. And basketball, right, is, is I don't know, have, I, I haven't read too much about it. Well, the Raptors so, have had a couple of games where they had to shut down here recently. So it's out there. And, and uh, I, that's why I thought the NHL would have uh, an even bigger issue than they've had. I mean, Dallas, God, they missed a pile of games at the start of the season. It was looking like the Sens are finally out of last place, technically, because they're mm-hmm. ha- they're ahead of the Dallas Stars, at least when I checked this morning. And uh, that's because they have eight games in hand on the Stars. <laughs> when was the last time you heard anybody in the NHL having eight games in hand on anyone? I, I keep forgetting about that, right? I look I look at it and go, okay, dude, everyone's played 15 games. These are, like, look at Toronto, right? And they play like five more games than anybody else i think yeah i think sends around the same as well i think they both have been around 25 or something like that anyway we gotta go um and no final thoughts today we're just gonna go right to the exit but before we go i want to remind everybody uh one last time and my son is coming in the room again to uh bother and annoy me here um okay just give me we got two minutes michael just two minutes and i'm done (laughs) okay bud 
And as we uh, okay, as we head out the door, a reminder that if you're enjoying the show and that we're doing each and every day uh, a brand new show, it'd be fantastic if you would consider subscribing and sharing a link with your friends and followers. I know we kind of hit you over the head with that, but there's good reason for it. It does really help the show grow. And uh, also we've got the Patreon memberships as well. Just check out stevewproject at outlook.com. James, enjoy your evening, and we'll talk to you in our next episode. Good night, everybody. We'll see you.